0: are listening to The Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve Podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. We're going to talk about Joey's season because you know what? It's about to go down. We're also going to talk about The Golden Bachelor. I have a final thought on the Dance with the Stars cast that I didn't put two and two together yesterday. Your big brother eviction was last night. Boy, was that a somber house or what? Yikes. And we've got an update on what's going on between Tom Sandoval and Rachel Levis. Short answer, not much. We'll get to all that momentarily. So let's begin talking about Joey's season of The Bachelor. We are close to filming beginning because the women are arriving in Los Angeles today. I know a few of them. Got to put their little profiles together. And I'll probably put a couple out maybe later on today or early tomorrow because once they're in L.A., usually they will go up on the Bachelor Facebook page as potential contestants a day or two after they arrive. So my guess is this season starts filming on Tuesday. If they're all getting in tomorrow, most of them, season probably starts filming Tuesday, Wednesday at the latest. I don't think it's Monday. Seems too early. Usually give them three days to get situated in their hotel room. They each individually have to go downstairs, do the paperwork, take their photos. And then the photos end up coming up on the Bachelor Facebook page. It is possible. It is possible that the pictures would come out today because we've seen... The pictures that they use are usually pictures that the women give the show pretty much straight off their Instagram. So I don't know. Maybe they will come out today. But I guarantee we are getting Joey's women, the potential women on his season, today, tomorrow, or Sunday. I And you might say, why would they release it on the weekend? Well, go back to Zach's season. They released them last March on a Saturday. Because I was traveling that day from Las Vegas to California, and I remember being in the airport, having to search for women and their Instagram accounts and their LinkedIn pages and their Facebook pages. So they have done it on a Saturday before, for sure. And that was last year for Zach's season in March. So just keep that in mind. Just because we're heading towards a weekend doesn't mean they won't release them. And like I said, I've got like, I think I've got three, maybe four. I, I'm pretty confident on, I'm definitely sh- positive on two, at least two that will be on the Facebook release. Because let's remember, the Bachelor Facebook page will release the potential women to be on Joey's season. And usually, they usually cut between anywhere between two and four people from that initial list. So, and there's no rhyme or reason. We just we we never know the answer. Those women probably aren't even know the answer. I'm sure they're all told the same thing. The the thing that I've heard throughout the years where they just said, Oh, we just decided uh you're not a good match. Or it's just like, okay, then why did you fly me out here? It's they get lied to all the time. That's what producers' job is, is to lie to contestants. So you will see the women show up on the Bachelor Facebook page, and then two to four of them will end up getting cut. But we've been down this road before with this show and with the release of the men and or women from the show. The Bachelor, Bachelorette Facebook page will put out the contestants, and they'll only leave them up for about three days. Basically, once filming begins, they take them all down off that page. So the only way you can see these people is on... My Instagram account, Bachelor Data's Instagram account, Game of Roses will cover it. Sure, she's all batch will cover it. The other Instagram accounts that you know cover the show will put their faces out there and their information as well. So, but I've been pretty, I've been pretty good in the past of getting the full cast by the end of the day doesn't take me more than 24 hours to find everybody's last name and Instagram account. Some are easier than others. Sometimes I, I, I get like 27 of the 30, and then I'm just s- straggling for three. But I think it's never really taken me more than 24 hours to get the full cast and get the full names. Because when the Facebook page releases it, it's just a first name, an age, and a city. Remember for Zach's season? Remember when it was first released? There was no city. It was just a first name and an age. i was just like, how in the world am I supposed to find these people? It's damn near impossible. But then about, and then I, I remember I posted about it. I remember Bachelor Data posted about it. And then within like an hour, whatever intern over there had forgotten to put up the cities, then put up the cities. Hopefully they don't forget this time, but there will be a last initial of the person if they share the same first name with someone else in the cast. So it'll be interesting. I mean, we we know one person already, and I'm already forgetting her name. What's her name? Leah? Leah? The one that was at the After the Final Rose that's going to open up the card when she comes out of the limo. We don't know what that is. We won't know what that is, you know, for a while, I guess. Who knows? We might know sooner rather than later. But for all those that, were you know, when Joey was filming last week, it was just an intro video when he was filming in Collegeville at that Italian, what was it, an Italian bakery, right? A bunch of people showed up. There's videos. There's photos of all that. That was just for his intro video. But now we're getting down to the real thing, and this is pretty much par for the course for them. They always start filming anywhere between September 17th and September 21st. Um, That's kind of the way they've always rolled. And, you know, today's the 15th. They're not going to start Saturday. They're not going to start Sunday. Monday would be the earliest. Wednesday would be the latest. So 18th, 19th, or 20th is when this thing is starting filming. And then I'm sure we're going to hear in the next couple days that there's probably going to be a group date that fans can attend. Once I see anything out there, I'll forward it on, put it on my Twitter, put it on my Instagram page as well, but, you know, they're going to usually do do the standard, either three episodes in LA or four episodes in LA, so we've got that to look forward to for the next, what, eight weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks, and obviously anything we see during filming, I'm going to post and keep you updated on anything I hear in regards to Joey's season. Golden Bachelor yesterday had an article written about them by multi-time podcast guest Kristen Baldwin. She had a very long article about it, just kind of giving some background, not giving away obviously any spoilers, but some details. Like apparently that uh, she she either she or somebody else from EW was in the mansion on the first night, so they were able to pass around some anecdotes and you know, what some of the women did, uh, apparently, you know, filming same as like bachelor and bachelorette. They did not fi- end filming night one until the wee hours of the morning when the sun was already up. The one thing that I had, remember my biggest thing when I heard about the golden bachelor, I was like, I think it's going to be the most weird thing about this show is that you're going to have 60, 70 year old women bunk bedding in a mansion. And it was confirmed by this article that these women have to live just like the bachelor and bachelorette do. And you're just like, why is that so weird? Well, because when you're 25 and you go on the show, you're probably at home. You probably do have a roommate or you're fresh out of college where you had a roommate. These women in their 60s, I can't imagine outside of their ex, if they were previously married, that's probably the last time they lived with anybody and living with your ex is a hell of a lot different than living with a bunch of other 60-year-old women cuz when would you do that at that age, you know? You're not most people in their 60s are not looking to get a roommate. So it was just always bizarre to me. I was just like that's just going to be weird. They're just because these women wouldn't be used to this, for sure. When would they've ever shared uh, a room with someone their age, you know, and but it was confirmed by Kristen Baldwin in her article, which you can catch on EW dot com. It's called The Golden Bachelor Behind the Scenes of ABC's Love Story for the Aged. And um, she, it, according to this piece, she has spoken to Jerry. Jerry is quoted in this since filming ended, obviously doesn't give anything away, talks about overnight dates does confirm there was at least one overnight date, but stayed away from talking about the physical part of it and basically said it was more about getting to know one another. It's not at, at, at our age, you know, even said at our age. Let me find the exact quote. Gary says, but the fantasy suites were about connecting intellectually and emotionally and not about connecting physically. I guess with some age and wisdom, you realize that the most important and lasting things that you're looking for in a relationship come from areas other than physical intimacy. It's the difference between love and lust. It's also probably the difference between 30 and 70. So there's that. And in this interview, Kristen interviews showrunner Bennett Grabner, and there is talk, seeing how this goes, the way this went, that there might be a Golden Bachelorette. And they did say a female-led spinoff is a possibility if it goes the way they expect this one to go, even though it's already been filmed, they're, they're raving about uh, how great it is. But then, again, they are the producers of this show. So I don't think they're going to do uh, and allow access to their show and a piece and say, yeah, we really don't know if this is any good or not. You know, of course they're going to hype it up and say it's going to be great and whatnot. So that doesn't really change anything for me. What's really going to determine if there's going to be a Golden Bachelorette is the ratings and how it does. So we shall see coming up. but. This starts September 28th for an hour every Thursday night, so check it out. You know, going over the Dance with the Stars cast again yesterday, I I, I wasn't really paying attention much to the partners, the celebrity dance partners. Lindsay Arnold is not performing this year because she just had a second child and she wanted to stay with it, but her younger sister, Riley Arnold, who is 18, is going to be one of the pro dancers this year. And she was paired with Harry Jousey. Isn't it like going to be clearly obvious that Harry is going to hit on her? Like, that's his whole shtick is just flirting and being an F boy. And I mean, I don't know Riley's relationship <laughs> status. Maybe she's with somebody, but I'm just saying I feel bad for Riley that she was paired with him. Because she's I mean, even if he doesn't, there's going to be speculation about them just because good looking guy. He has a podcast where all he talks about is sex and hooking up. Not all, but it's a major part of what he talks about when he has his guests on. So I didn't I didn't, real, I didn't ever put two and two together yesterday until I re- was rereading the I was like, wait a second. Who are these people paired with? And I saw Harry and Riley. I'm like, yeah, of course. Uh, They put him with the good-looking 18-year-old. It's like, okay. So there's certainly going to be, um, you know, you're like, Steve, he's way old. You know, he's way too old for her. No, he's not. Or (laughs) he's not. You think this guy cares? This guy, go listen to his podcast and tell me if you think that this guy has some sort of age limit on who he's interested in hooking up with. He doesn't. Big Brother last night, man, from the second we got a live shot, basically right when the show started and Julie started talking, and we've got a live shot of everybody sitting around with Felicia and Izzy sitting in the NOM seats, it looked like a funeral. It looked like everybody there was just somber and solemn and... Clearly, they all knew what was happening. And when you heard Izzy's interview with Julie Chen at the end of the show, she pretty much accepted it was coming. When Julie said by a vote of 8-1, to Izzy basically immediately stood up and started saying her goodbyes. She knew, and then her answers confirmed it. She basically doesn't like Corey, and she doesn't like Cameron. And made that perfectly clear. She said something to Cameron. Is she, Cameron's the only person she didn't hug, and Corey. Those are the two people she didn't hug on her way out the door. And she said something to Cameron, and then she also said, I think she called, is Corey's nickname Pipsqueak? Or is that Matt? Why do I think Matt's name is Pipsqueak? I don't know. But she was not happy, and I think a lot of people, and what she said on the chair was dead right. Suri and Jared are in trouble. Now, I do not know who won the wall competition last night. Don't tell me. I don't know who won HOH. sure anybody that's been following does know. But if it's not someone in Sari's camp, Sari and Jared, I would believe, are going up. Because, gosh, even some of the video messages saying goodbye to Izzy. Jag wasn't all that pleasant to her. Mimi wasn't all that pleasant to her. Corey wasn't all that pleasant to her. So... That means that they're lumping her in with Jared and Suri, and I can't imagine Jared and Sari are long for this game. Maybe Jer- maybe not Jared long for the game. Sari is such a good talker, and she knows how to get on people's good side. I wouldn't rule her out just yet, but Izzy wasn't wrong when she said Sari and Jared are in trouble, because Izzy got voted out by eight 8-1 to one vote when... At the beginning of the week, it was probably going to be Felicia in a unanimous vote out. Is the wall competition, obviously, the only people that can answer this are people that have actually played it. I know your arms would get tired. It doesn't seem like leaning over that much. And it just comes down to, you know, it's an endurance challenge. It's probably one of the tougher challenges. Considering some of the other ones are just like, hey spin around in a chair and roll a ball up a ramp it's like oh my gosh you know just the silly stuff that this show does but i want to see i'm curious now because there's got to be some new alliances now forming because jag and matt have all separated themselves from jared and seri so who's going to be the new alliance forming who's going to buddy up and say you know what Let's, let's work together. Let's take this to the end. Obviously, Jag and Matt are a twosome that are going to stick close to each other. But that'll probably make them targeted. Because why wouldn't you target them? Cameron seems to be very disliked in the House. So he might last long because he is somebody that they could see taking to the end because they don't think anyone will vote for him. So that's a possibility. The other thing we found out in last night's episode, which me only being a watcher of Big Brother since season 21, I did not know back in the day it was only a seven-person jury. And this being the 25th season of the show, they decided to go old school, and this season is going to only be a seven-person jury. Because if it wasn't, everybody that's left right now would be part of the jury or final two. But now we are a seven-person jury, so... Still, two more eliminations before we get to the jury, and those two eliminations are coming next Thursday, because as Julie announced last night, we are having a double eviction next Thursday night. And by the way, why didn't anyone tell me yesterday was going to be a two, uh, Wednesday night was going to be a two-hour episode? What the hell? <laughs> uh, that, that surprised me. And it really did it really accomplish anything by extending it out two hours? I didn't really think so. But next week, and I and I got confused last night because after the live show ended, they went straight into buddy games. I was like, wait a second, where's the challenge? And I realized I had to take an hour off and then come back to watch the challenge. So I watched the football game and then came back and watched the challenge. And when you look at the challenge, something I didn't tease at the beginning of the show, but not a whole hell of a lot here. It just looks like the vets are now targeting survivor people. And Sebastian, gone. Gone. Chris Underwood, who just an underdog on his season of Survivor somehow ended up winning. Very, very controversial. Somebody, a lot of people, including Stephen Fishback, does not think that someone who played 13 days in the game should even be considered a legit winner. But, you know, the guy did win. He did earn his way back from Edge of Extinction, right? And challenged Rick Devins in a fire-making challenge. So partial credit to him but I don't put I can't put him in the class of someone who played for 39 days I can't even put him in the class of somebody who played for 26 because he only played 13 days in the game so but congratulations to him on the challenge last night because he's now an underdog and he's like the Cameron of the challenge this season apparently nobody likes him he's burned too many bridges formed too many alliances promised too many people too many different things And he's all over the map, and everybody's kind of laughing at him. But he'll be a tough out because he's a competitive guy, guy one survivor. I I just, he's good in challenges. So you got to take that into consideration. And finally, we found out yesterday through a source uh, on Us Weekly that Rachel and Tom, Rachel Levis and Tom Sandoval, have not spoken in nearly three months. Rachel has had zero contact with Sandoval since sometime in June when she was still at the mental health treatment facility. The insider added that while Rachel was in treatment, she made the decision that it was healthiest to cut Tom out of her life completely and cease communications with him, his attempts of writing and calling. Probably smart of her to do. There's no reason for her to ever speak to that guy again unless she wants to go down a path of destruction. Because if this woman really did and you know, I'm I don't want to doubt where she was i just have no proof i'm I'm sure she was in a rehab center but if she really took the time to understand why she's done the things that she's done on this show and how she's been in relationships and she went to a rehab facility for three months if she were to jump back into anything with tom sandoval those three months are basically a waste so it sounds like she's doing the right thing. If this is what she's doing, she's cut off all communication, she wants nothing to do with this guy, then it's the right thing. And good for her. Because while they all had their field day with her on the reunion show, I, I she was way more sympathetic and way more apologetic than Tom was. At least it seems like. Seems like she's trying, and she's trying to be better after screwing up royally by having an affair with Tom while he was in a nine-year relationship with Ariana. So time will tell. This isn't like a done deal, like, oh, she's fixed, three months in rehab, she's good. She'll probably be working on this for a while, but at least I give her credit. Tom doesn't seem like he's learned anything. Based on any interviews he's done since the reunion show, how he acted on the reunion show, I don't think he ultimately cares because, well, he does care about one thing, and that's himself. And so that's why I'm not really buying anything that guy is selling. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Your sports daily will be up in an hour from now. From those who are interested in the gambling aspect of it, I have your picks for college and pro coming out in about an hour from now. And if something breaks either today, tomorrow, or Sunday in regards to the Bachelor putting up their potential women for Joey's season, I will be spending all day on social media, on my Twitter, on my Instagram stories, posting The women once I find out more last name and Instagram handles and anything else I find out about them because once they're out there and I start posting stuff, that's when info starts flowing in. So um I will keep you abreast of anything I get, but expect I'd be I'd expect the women to show up on the Bachelor Facebook page today, tomorrow or Sunday. So keep that in mind. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a great weekend and I will talk to you on Monday. See you.